Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And here we are, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm looking at the debate clock on the uh, in the corner of the screen there on Fox News. Want to keep you guys apprised of the latest developments. We now have 10 hours, 10 hours, 52 minutes, and 38 seconds, 37 36 seconds until the big freaking debate tonight in Milwaukee. And uh, I can be honest with you, I've never been to Milwaukee. Uh, I only know Milwaukee uh, for its really, really cheap beer, which I used to drink in my late teens and early 20s. And it always was kind of a toss-up between the Beast or the uh, Milwaukee's Best or what was the other one? Old Milwaukee, right? Uh, old Mil- you were actually you save your old you'd save your old Milwaukee for uh, for Friday nights. That was special. That was fancy. The rest of the week, it was the beast, baby. Milwaukee's best. Back in them dark days, it was like two forty nine for twelve. So I, you know, I, 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 my attitude going into this thing is I'm trying to clean out my noggin and trying to just have fresh eyes on the debate tonight with a whole bunch of people that I couldn't give two craps about, honestly. Uh, I, I think we all know it's going to be about Trump one way or the other. Ju- oh, by the way, Giuliani is uh, is turning himself in uh, to Georgia authorities today. And if you don't think there's not some interesting timing involved in that, uh, you're not paying attention. Because tomorrow Trump's going to turn himself in, apparently. Now, whether that translates into a freaking mug shot in the, in the orange jammies, I don't know. But they they don't have to do anything until Friday, as I understand it. So the fact that Giuliani, who who arguably beyond Trump, is the highest profile person uh, being scooped up in these indictments, he's doing it today, the day of the Milwaukee debate. Trump's doing it tomorrow. He's going to suck at, suck all the air out of the room for uh, any debate uh, about the debate. It's all going to be about Trump tomorrow. So th- this whole thing tonight is kind of a fart in a vacuum. You know, I, I mean, I, I, but again, I'm trying not to have any expectation. I'm just going to let it flow over me. Just let the debate flow over me and the, the coverage flow. And I, I'm the only one I'm really interested in. I'm more interested in seeing what Martha McCallum does than what any of the candidates have to say about anything. Oh, and the one guy whose name we can never remember, he's dropping out because of a basketball accident, okay? He... He injured himself playing basketball, shooting some hoops. Uh, Gorgon, uh, Gollum, you know, whatever the guy's name is, the one that nobody cares about, he's not going to be there tonight. I know that's going to be a going to leave a gaping hole in the big coverage tonight, but the guy that nobody cares about, really nobody cares about, is not going to be there tonight, which is probably a bit of a relief for him, you know. I, I, I wonder if he, like, you know, accidentally slipped on the court, you know what I mean? Or did he have, like, an intentional fall? Why would you want to put yourself through that? Uh, it's Ramaswamy's debate to have, I think. Uh, you know, he, he's kind of the current rock star. And uh, as I said a few days ago, I you know, I, I like everything the guy's saying. That doesn't mean he's for reals, okay? The 10-point thing he put out last Friday, uh, Every I, I agreed with everything on that list. You've heard it over and over again by this point, but... It also sounded a little too perfect. So I, 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 I'm, my cynicism immediately kicks in with that guy. I, I think if he's the real deal, cool. He's a rock star, and he'll have a place in American politics in the future. Uh, I, 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 I'm not really thinking any of these people are going to end up being president. Okay, Let, let's face it. Let's be honest about what this election is really about. It's a Trump versus them election. It's Trump versus the bad guys. Everybody knows it, unless you're a stooge, unless you're a freaking moron. And whatever they spoon feed you, uh, you know, on uh, on MSNB puke is what you're going to believe. These are also the people who get their entire freaking worldview from a meme. <laughs> you know. So uh, I, I kind of, I, I do sort of, I heard David Van Camp say this yesterday. Uh, that they were, they were going around the table asking, well, what are your thoughts going into this thing? Scott Robbins was like, well, it could be fun to watch. I forget what Jamie said. Uh, but Van Camp was like, well, no, I'm not looking forward to it, but I, I, I got I to do it for the gig. I'm kind of that guy. You know, I just work here. 
<laughs> I just work here, and I'm I'm going into this thing thinking, uh, well, again, trying to keep my mind fresh, and just gonna watch it without any preconceived notions, no expectations. I do think Chris Christie needs to own the fat thing, though. I, I, he ought to own the fat thing. And, like, stroll out there with, like, a big Genoa sub in his hand. You know what I mean? Just come on out there and own the fat guy trip. Because you know what's going to come up at some point. They're not going to bring it up to him. Maybe they'll ask him, well, how do you feel about all these fat jokes from that meanie head Donald Trump? And maybe he'll have a response. But I think he ought to just freaking own it walking out the door. He had to come out in one of those, you know, Italian uh, t- guy, you know, tank top T-shirts, you know, stuffed down into his pants. Yanked napkin. up to his boobs with the napkin, with a napkin like a De Niro, like like De Niro and Raging Bull, except like a really fat version. Like take the fat version of De Niro at the end, and 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 transpose it onto who De Niro was earlier in the movie. Christie had to just come out there, you know, with the with the tank top T-shirt, with a big Genoa sub in his hand, and just like, yeah, I like to freaking eat. What of it? Forget about it, you know. I, there, there, how many people are there now? Eight? Is it eight on stage, I think, or something like that? Well, now seven because we lost the one guy nobody can remember. Yeah, the basketball guy. The, the guy that had the basketball injury. <laughs> he ain't going to be there. And, and you know, nobody's – Ramaswamy and DeSantis are going to be the stars of the night, whatever that translates into, whatever that means. You know, it, it, it really is just kind of a stand-up comedy act. I mean, you're, you're going to be looking for the best lines. You, you already, if you're serious about politics and you're serious about this election, you already know what all these people are claiming to be about. You're not going to learn anything new tonight, all right? So what are we really looking for? It's showbiz, baby. It's razzmatazz. We're looking for who's got the funniest comeback line, who's got the best anti-Trump line, we're looking for the moment. They're, they're, they're each looking for a freaking moment. And, and I'm not going to even make any predictions. I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I have no pre-thoughts on it. Again, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go Jedi on you. And I'm just going to let the debate flow through me. Okay, and, and this might translate into some lower digestive tract issues. And I might have to spend a couple of days in the hospital, but we'll see. And then we'll talk about it tomorrow. Uh, even though tomorrow we're going to be talking more about <laughs> Trump being pro- an ex-president being processed in freaking Georgia. Have you ever been to Georgia? Has anybody ever been? To- Have you ever driven through Georgia? It smells bad. Okay, I'm just when you the one thing I remember about the one time I drove through Georgia, which was a hundred years ago. Well, it was around two thousand. I don't know, nineteen ninety-eight. Drove through Georgia. As soon as I crossed over the state line, I could smell methane. The, the stink of the marsh and the swamp follows you, okay, across the state line throughout your, all of your endeavors in Georgia. You go to a Waffle House, it smells like freaking methane. Smells like crock poop, okay, and methane. Or what do they got? Alligators or crocodiles there? I don't know. So, uh, you know, it, it, you, can, you can smell the reek of the swamp coming out of this courtroom or out of this uh, jurisdiction in, in Georgia. They obviously want to layer him up with state charges because he can't pardon himself if he does get into office. And it's all political. You know it's political unless you're a, the aforementioned moron who doesn't care if it's political or reality. Uh, so it's going to be a very, it's not only going to be a very busy rest of the week because James and I were just talking about how lame the news has been. And when I say the news is lame, I I mean that through the lens of being a talk show host and having crap that's interesting to talk about. Maui, apart from the unimaginable tragedy of it, uh, is beginning to stink real bad as far as what actually went down here and what's with the lame-ass federal response. But there's only it, 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 there's only so much you can talk about in regards to that at this juncture. And the rest of the news just kind of sucks. So from here on out, I mean, once we kick this thing off tonight, we're in the political season hot and heavy. And uh, and uh, all I the only advice I have is buckle your seatbelts because anything could happen. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 
Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. According to the Fox News uh, debate clock, we now have 10 hours, 37 minutes, and 9 seconds until the debate. Christian Blood, you are the news director. I, I assume you're watching this clock very quickly, or very closely, and you'll keep us surprised if time bends or there's a rip in the time-space continuum, continu- continuum at any point, a black hole opens up, and that time changes. Well, that's breaking news because that just happened. What, we just had a rip in the space-time continuum? Yeah, whatever I you thought, said. Was that what I felt? I thought it was my back. No, I, that's what it was, you know, and, and I'm sitting here holding my breath for this whole thing. Did it seem to you like when they flew, you guys were watching when they flew the drone through the Yes, floor. oh, holy crap. They did a drone shot through the, 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 whatever the center is where they're having this thing. Right, and they're presenting this like it's the NBA Finals or something. It's, they're, they're, they're putting all their eggs in this basket, okay? Fox has been taking a lot of hits since Tucker got canned. Yeah. People are, you know, not thinking all that highly of Fox. They got to make they, they got to make this thing work. And yeah, they did a they did a freaking drone shot. They flew a freaking drone with a camera on it. This was earlier in the morning. Uh, in through the doors of what is it? What kind of what what place is it in Milwaukee? It's a convention center, they, whatever. I don't know. It's an arena. Like, it's yeah. an arena. Yeah, Civic yeah. Center, probably. Right. So they fly in through the doors. There they it is. Go up the stairs. There it is. The it's probably where the Bucks play. Right. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. What is it? Like the yeah, bus? that's where Milwaukee Bucks play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then they had a whole segment of Brett Bear going up to every single freaking podium. This is where uh, Ramaswamy will stand. This is where uh, Chris Christie will stand. As you can see, we've reinforced the floor right below Chris Christie's uh, podium, <laughs> lest he fall through. You know, and it's like, what? Well, this is what you guys got to do all day, isn't it? But wouldn't you like to be in like a Fox boardroom, knowing that Trump's not there, you know, behind closed doors? They've got to be. Can curved. we CGI him in? Can we do like <laughs> they do with Selena and do like a hologram? Here's Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? All right, man. How you doing, Sean? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Yeah, where's that dude from New York that tosses the pizzas? I mean, when Chris Christie comes out there tonight, <laughs> he could be tossing pizzas give left me and right. Pizza, give me death and fling like a slice of pie at Christie's. Maybe it'll stick yeah. to his forehead. It'll be like in Breaking <laughs> Bad. Remember when he tossed the pizza and it went up on the roof? So, I want to see a guy yep. fling a slice of sausage pizza at Christie and it just, like, sticks to his forehead. He'll catch it in the mouth like a Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, man. <laughs> That's All funny. Right. All right, thanks, you brother. have a good one. I'm telling you, he had to come out with a big lobster uh, sub or like a turkey leg. Mm-hmm. Just own it. Own the fat guy thing. Make a statement with it. Marinara sauce dripped down his, the front of his shirt. You know, it may help the polling numbers. I think he had to come out with just a big old bowl of pasta with a fork, you know. <laughs> just. I'm sorry, what was that, Martha? I'm, I'm, this is some really good gravy here. Hey, and a big belch. And it's just and the first thing I have is just a big, big burp, <laughs> and then say, "Yeah, I'm a fat guy. So what do you want? I eat." He walks out to a Lizzo song. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> play a Lizzo song. Own it, man. Just freaking own it, dude. You know, like a baguette hanging out of his, out of his back pocket. <laughs> Just saving it for later. <laughs> this is for the commercial breaks. Napoleon Dynamite, he's got chicken nuggets in his pockets. Is that what you're saying? Just pops one in his mouth every time. You not again. be prepared. Just own the fat guy thing. Okay, that's the a-hole in me. If, I, if, I'm, if people are making fat jokes about me, I'm going to freaking own it. Oh, I'm going to cry. You know, Ramaswamy had to come out shirtless, you know, with like... <laughs> he's playing tennis. It's like... <laughs> Like assless chaps, you know, what do you call them? They got uh, David Lee Roth. You're going to come out dressed like David Lee Roth with his chest hanging out. Might as well jump. Do a few, do a few, do a few of those weird little jumps he does with his wife there in the video. An Austin Powers medallion in his fluff. Yeah, I'm Ramaswamy. I'm going to oh. own this stage today. You know, now I know what Don Morgan goes through. Does Don Morgan do that kind of that? What was that jumping thing the guy was doing? Ramaswamy was doing with his wife. What the hell is that? Well, they're jumping up and down. It's called exercise. Nah, but that's exercise. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that. You just walk. It looked like a Richard Simmons video. (laughs) 
This is going to be a drag tonight. I'm glad I don't drink anymore because I, 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 to make it interesting, I'd have to come up with some kind of freaking drinking game. Like every time, so yeah, didn't you mention every time somebody <laughs> says Trump drink and you'll be trash, you'll be blackout drunk in five minutes? I'd have to Uber here to work if you I would. did that. <laughs> I'll just do CBD hits every time I hear the word Trump. <laughs> Stoned off my ass by the time the thing's over. You know, I'm just... So it's political theater, but we are there, baby. It is the uh, the beginning of the season. Uh, what? How much time until the debate, Sean? Uh, we are now at 10 hours, 31 minutes, and 46 seconds. It was 47 seconds, but then I looked away, and I added, I took away the extra second just to be uh, on top of this story. 210-599-5555. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. 10 hours, 22 minutes, and 2 seconds till the debate in, in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. It's going to be thrilling. 210-599-5555. Let's go to Tracy. Tracy, how are you? Hey, guys. How are y'all? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? I'm thinking uh, it might be a missed opportunity for Jersey Mike subs for the big Chris Christie. <laughs> I'm serious. Come on out with a big old meatball sub dripping uh, mozzarella. Right. With queso. With a with <laughs> queso. Right. Like a bottle of Merlot under his arm. And, hey, thanks for the call. You know what I mean? Just, just again, own it. Uh, I do want to move on here, though. Let, let's talk about something. Else. It, 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 the debate is a non-story. It hasn't happened yet. And uh, the only real thing to talk about is uh, Fox's obsession with it. Because I guess they... They've invested some cash in this thing, I guess. Breaking news. What? 10 minutes, 21 minutes till the debate. <laughs> 10 minutes. 10 hours. 10 hours, sorry. <laughs> you know, and and again, I, 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 I'm I looking at it with a fresh brain. I, I'm going to watch it with a fresh brain like it's just something I've never seen before and uh, and see what happens. What, 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 let's talk about Maui, though, for, for a minute here. Let's talk about this. What, what, what is going on here? What is actually going on here? Um, the this is without debate, without question, one of the worst natural. I guess we'll call it natural for now. One of the most one of the most extensive natural disasters to ever befall this country. This is a fire of historic proportions. Uh, most of the island is gone. As far as being reduced to ash and rubble, and and what what can somebody explain the response to me? Because we're we're hearing more and more stuff about what didn't happen while it was going on. Yeah, uh, we're hearing crap about sacred water and freaking equity, and I, I don't even know what that means. Fire hot, water cold puts it out. But the what we need to ha- we need to be worried about the. The sacredness of the water. We we have this weirdness about the kids were let go of school, sent home because of the the storm coming and the fire that they were worried about. And then they go home and they, they don't fire up the sirens because they're worried it's going to confuse people. It's going to confuse people. Uh, we as I the last number I heard was we still have between five and eight hundred people missing, and I am hearing most of them are children. And uh, this story came out from the from the Daily Mail yesterday, and then I saw uh, Jesse was doing it on Fox. That we have about a hundred FEMA employees on the island, and this one hundred or a little bit more than one hundred FEMA employees are not staying at like a Drury that survived outside of Lahaina. Lahaina, they're not staying at any you know, economic, if you will, uh, discount hotels, of which I, apparently there are some, around where the fire was, cheaper places they could put our civil servants up in, and apparently these more than 100 FEMA employees are staying at five-star hotels on the other side of the island, 45 minutes away from where the damage took place. They're staying at the Astoria 
They're staying at the Four Seasons. They're staying at the Fairmont. They each have been allotted $1,000. Now, I want you to wrap your mind around this for a second. They've each been allotted by the agency, which means you and I are paying for it, $1,000 for their room and board a night. Every single one of them get $1,000 to spend on where they're going to stay. So they're staying at very nice hotels. We're obviously giving them a government rate of some point of some kind because even $1,000 a night isn't going to cover the $1,200, $2,000 a night that most of these world-renowned hotels require for you to sleep your ass in their room. Okay? And all the amenities and the pools and, you know, whatever, yoga classes, I don't know. We're, we're, we're offering households, not individuals, households uh, in the area of the fire a one-shot dealio of $700 that they have to apply for online. We're giving the government response people $1,000 a night. Now, you know... Even some 19-year-old, you know, Gen Z idiot running a cash register somewhere at the Taco Cabana can tell you the math ain't right on that. The math doesn't quite add up. We're giving 700 bucks to a family one time, but we're giving our own employees 1000 bucks a night to stay in some really nice hotels 45 minutes away. Oh, and also we're sending billions of dollars in F-16s and everything else to Ukraine. And you wonder why some people are a little cynical towards government. Okay, the FEMA story, and there's proof. This is not conjecture. This isn't opinion. This isn't boilerplate stuff. This, they have they got photographs. they got people on the ground who have seen this. There's a picture I saw last night on the Jesse Waters show of a couple of FEMA dudes sitting around a cocktail table with some Mai Tais. Government is populated with mediocre people who have no real skills in whatever part of life they're supposed to be dealing with. This is what you get. This is who they are. This FEMA story in the five-star hotels is a prime example of what precisely is wrong with our government. It's not the system. It's not the founding documents. It's not the organization of our government in the three branches. It's not what the intention was for this country. That is for damn sure. But also, just as an observable fact, the government we have now is not what our founding fathers envisioned. And it's not because they screwed it up. It's because you and I have allowed these reptiles to populate our government at every freaking level. Did you know that FEMA wants more money? FEMA doesn't have enough money in their billion-dollar budget to do what they need to do. Okay, I heard a clip of video from the director of FEMA. I forget what her name is, but Jesse ran it. And she's begging for more money because their lack of money, their lack of funding may cause a, a lag in response time. Meanwhile, they're putting their own employees up in five-star hotels on Maui, 45 minutes away from where the, uh, the actual fire took place. See what's wrong? See the issue? 210-599-5555. Pete, how you doing? I was wondering, what does FEMA stand for? F, every miserable, miserable American? <laughs> it kind of feels that way this time out. You know, I appreciate yeah, you know, I appreciate the call, but what why? Why Maui? Why is Maui getting the raw end of the stick? What's going on here? It's not MAGA country. You know, it's a resort place, so you'd think the elites would, you know, want to protect it and help it out at all costs. I'm not trying to trying to diminish the tragedy of it by far. That's not my intention. But why is the reaction so bad? Would you say it's equal to or worse than what Palestine got from FEMA. I, I you know, in context, good, I put good, it on the same level. Both a, were pretty lame responses. Thank you. I mean, the freaking director of transportation didn't even act like it happened for for days, if not a week. That that you know, the gay guy, 
Buttigieg. And then when he does mention it, what, what's he say? Oh, hell, we have train derailments every day in this country. Oh, really? So this is the swamp. This is how they, they operate. Can you smell the methane? Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, man. What do you think? You know, I was, I was watching and listening to conservatives uh, talk about this and post about this, this whole, uh, Maui thing a week before the uh, and the media started running any stories about it. It was going on for a while before right. oh, you're right. yeah. they actually started. And and the answer to your question is, why is it? Why is it? It's because really and truly, and I, I hope that Democrats, please take this to heart. I love you guys. I pray for you all, all the time. The truth is the swamp, really Democrat or Republican, but most particularly the Democrat Party, they really do not give a hang about this country or, or all of her people. They just really don't care. They're living their life. They're not giving you guys a second thought. Oh, I agree. There is a general disdain, and I appreciate the call, Steve. I'm just getting low on time here. Good for hearing from you. I agree that there's a general disdain from government for the American people and predominantly from the left. Okay, The, the, the swamp itself holds the American people in disdain. We're little people. I get that. But they do care about optics. At least they used to. They do care how things look. All right? And this, the response to Maui is so freaking bad. And I'm not just talking about Biden making a a global ass out of himself uh, in Maui, which is exactly what he did. Uh, I'm just not getting why they're not concerned at all about at least appearing to give a crap. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The news, weather, traffic, and sports for your day. That's why I listen. Always on News Talk 550 KTSA. All day, every day. And FM 1071. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. I'm getting down to it, man. Only 10 hours to go. 10 hours and 5 minutes until the GOP debate tonight. And if you're uh, concerned about the time, uh, make sure you, you you go to Fox News. They got their freaking GOP primary debate clock in the corner of the screen there. Right next to a picture of Martha McCallum and Brett. Martha McCallum, who again is a very intelligent, objective, professional television journalist, I believe. And then there's Brett. 210599. He used to be good, man. When he was following Brit Hume's advice on a daily basis, you know, and when he was when when Brit was his Jedi master, Brett was much more interesting. Now he, I don't know, he's become kind of stoogy. I think some of the fame's gone to his head. He's kind of a fan. He's, it, you know what I mean? He's buying into his own press kit at some point. That's never a good idea. But I am curious to see how Martha McCallum ha- handles herself. I, I, she's one of the few that's left at Fox that I have any respect for. So uh, we'll see. And if you have any lingering thoughts, uh, we'll talk about some other stuff coming up at the uh, after the uh, news. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. A rare spotless giraffe was, bro- was born at a Tennessee zoo. It is believed to be the only spotless giraffe uh, in the world. And uh, they're, they're trying to, it's healthy, nothing wrong with it. Uh, it was born at Bright's Zoo in Limestone, Tennessee. Uh, it is a solid brown color. And, uh, and it's, it's funny how they, they try to sound smart in describing the freaking giraffe. It is a spotless, reticulated giraffe. I'm a fairly literate guy, and I don't know what reticulated means, especially in regards to a freaking giraffe. What does that mean? Well, don't you have reticulated pythons I was going to say, that's the only reticulated I know. Well, what does python. reticulation mean? I've, I, I purposefully not looked it up. I, I can't even get up. at the Latin roots of it to figure it out, which is normally what I do. What does reticulated mean? Oh, it's the... It's Constructed, the... arranged, or marked like a net or network? So it ain't got it's, no freaking spots because a giraffe's spots must look like a pattern. The reticulated giraffe is a species or subspecies of giraffe, so it's just a different. The horns are different in something. That's, no. that's all it is. No, still it has tall. nothing to do with its spotlessness. No, no, no it doesn't. 
How long is it going to take before they blame climate change for this? Like, we've got spotless giraffes being born now. Well, I'm this already... is why we got to get serious about climate boiling. It's so freaking hot, it's burning the spots off of giraffes. <laughs> and you know what? You send a spotless giraffe out into the wilderness, it can't camouflage itself, and it'll get eaten. And the giraffe is not being treated with equality either. No. So what if it doesn't have any spots? Why should that matter? Does the giraffe have a freaking pronoun it wants us to use? I'm a non-retriculated. Could you please refer to me as a spotless, non-retriculated? I was reading a story. Well, remember the chick You're just that, making words up well, right remember, now. Remember the chick that said that you can, be, you can identify as a minotaur, you know, the, 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 some yeah, education yeah. chick? Sure. She's now saying also that you can identify as a freaking Tootsie Roll. I'm not kidding. So maybe I'm serious. Kids can identify as a freaking Tootsie Roll. They're actually making an argument for that crap. And maybe I'll just identify now from now on as a spotless, retic- ret- reticulated giraffe. <laughs> reticulated. Baby, I want you to buy the long straws at HEB because I'm going <laughs> to identify as a damn giraffe. You want a neck? <laughs> we'll be back. Maybe. 1891. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Uh, hour number two uh, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, rather. And we're, according to the official debate clock, we're now nine hours, 54 minutes, and 14 seconds away from the GOP debate. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that right now. You know, I want to talk about a cultural phenomenon and, and kind of what we're seeing going on. You know, one of the reasons I believe, I'm, I don't, I'm not all, certainly not alone in, in this thought, uh, but one of the reasons I believe Donald Trump accomplished what he accomplished and, and becoming president of the United States of America. <laughs> you know, when, when you're not a political person, you have no political machine, you're not part of that whole layer of our society uh, our elite politicians we call it the swamp i think it's the most fitting name for it you're not part of that machine you're as rich as he is and was and as well known as he was in their minds he was still a commoner he's still peasant class he's little people they loved donald trump when he was handing them checks of money uh, you know, big honking checks for their campaigns, which he did for both Republicans and liberals. But once he started worming his way, and I, I, I'm not using the term worming as, as being a, a reflection on, on Donald Trump or his morality or anything like that. But once he started to enter into their world, well, no, that's not cool. But one of the ways, one of the ways I think that Donald Trump was able to do that is that he vo- he gave voice to a level of frustration uh, with people at that time who had just suffered through seven years of Barack Obama, uh, whose messaging on a continual basis was America sucks, come down off your high horse, you know, uh, we need to start being a part of this global community, and you're all a bunch of freaking racists, and all cops are racists, and you, you little people, you, you, you're so busy obsessing over your guns and Jesus and your anger, and you're just bitter. Uh, not to mention, uh, it took us on a far left, nothing like we're seeing now, but a far leftist journey that created a lot of havoc for this country. And, and Barack Obama, uh, you know, who brought us into the new era, frankly, of cultural racism. Barack Obama blunted every single bit of criticism directed at him with the race thing. Well, I don't look like other people. I don't have the same name as other people. And so by the time you get done with two terms of that, along comes Donald Trump, and he's saying, no, we're great. We need to be great again. Look, we're getting shoved around uh, all around the globe. We need to be a little. We need to be stronger in our diplomacy. Got to shore up that border. Got to get this economy ro- rocking and rolling. Got to roll back some regs that are hampering business and hampering the uh, uh, the economy. I'm going to get all that stuff going. But his basic message was: No, we're great, and we're going to be great again. It was a very positive message. It was empowering. 
after, frankly, eight very depressing years. And I said at the time, well, yeah, he's look, listen to what he's saying. Again, it, it, and he, I think he's even said this. It wasn't about him. It wasn't about his message. He was just giving voice to what was already out there, which was a level of frustration that had reached a fever pitch. It's the same idea that gave us the, the tea party, which I, I did some stuff with back in the day. And you're seeing that now. It, now, again, politically, it's all about Trump again. Because he's the guy mainly still carrying that message. He's the guy saying, I'm going to fight for America. I'm going to fight for you. It's still, a, it's still a, a message that resonates. But culturally, we're seeing, because look, we're, we're, we're in a much, much, much dicier situation now as a country than we were at the end of Barack Obama's time. And we all know that. <laughs> Things are really sucking bad right now, okay? Uh, we're hearing more and more crap about maybe another COVID lockdown, <coughs> which, you know, I-, I believe obviously is politically motivated. Uh, we-, we have an election that a lot of us uh, are of the mindset they're going to try to cheat this thing. We believe that Donald Trump is being layered up with indictments uh, to keep him out of the Oval Office. He's their worst nightmare. And they successfully cheated him last time. There's a great deal of cynicism, great deal of frustration, great deal of anger in the country. And so anybody right now who is tapping into that, anybody in right now who is reflecting that is going to do well. You look at this guy, is it Oliver Anthony, Anthony Oliver? I get it mixed up. The, the, the ginger redneck with the funny guitar. Like he dropped another song, I guess, yesterday. The big story about that guy, he's doing a lot of appearances. He's playing some great venues. Uh, it's just a handful of days since the other, the first song, uh, Rich Men North of Richmond, uh, came into the national consciousness. And the big story yesterday is this guy's raking in, he claims, 40 k a day from the streaming services. Now, I, 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 don't, I, I, need, I don't doubt, nor do I care, whether it's the actual amount or not. Last week he claimed he was turning down $8 million record deals. But he's a grassroots guy. He's, I guess you could argue, one of us. I mean, whether he's got a machine or not, a promotion team, whatever. The idea of this guy is he's one of us. And he's doing what? He's doing exactly what Donald Trump did in 2016. He's giving voice to something. Jason Aldean did the same damn thing with that song. To a certain extent, sound of uh, of freedom uh, reflected, uh, uh, you know, the stuff that was that that people are concerned with when it comes to illegal legal immigration and trafficking and all that. So, if you're reading the tea leaves culturally, and also because again, I, I don't care who it is, I you you put some kind of content out there that speaks to the frustration. And the anger people are feeling with the crime, with the border, fentanyl, the economy, this Ukraine thing, Joe Biden, Joe Biden being an a-hole. I mean, you, you wrap all that up into a big old stress ball, and anybody who addresses that is going to do well and is going to be noticed. And moreover, we really have observed that pendulum swinging all the way back to the other side from all the way back in the 60s with the counterculture movement of that era which was predominantly anti-tradition, anti-conservative. We're on the complete opposite end of the board now. The real anti-establishment people at this point are guys like this Oliver Anthony guy. Okay, in a sense, the new hippies are conservatives. The people who are against the establishment and the status quo are evangelical Christians. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're soccer moms not wanting drag shows at their kids' school. That, well, let, let's get to the heart of that matter. They're parents who don't want other people making medical decisions for their kids. We are the new counterculture. We are the new outlaws. And I, I'm just making an observation. You can comment on, on this if you want, but it is fascinating to observe. The establishment is against us. <laughs> you know, the establishment wants us thrown in prison, arrested, maybe even shot in certain cases. 
there is an actual political and economic and cultural machine set against the new anti-establishment. And Donald Trump is the king of that world. Donald Trump is the John Lennon, if you will, of the anti-establishment movement. He's the Abby Hoffman of the moment. He just so happened to be president, too. He just so happened to also make it into the Oval Office. And one of the things you hear, and we talk about this a lot these days, is this bullcrap from the left. Oh, no, we want to run against Trump. Oh, the hell you do. <laughs> if you really wanted to run against Trump, you wouldn't be, putting all, you wouldn't be going after him with all these bullcrap indictments. They're terrified of him. It's interesting, though. How does it feel to be a member of the new anti-establishment? Uh, the new rebels, if you will. Here's uh, Kent. Kent, how you doing? Morning, Sean. Hey, what are you thinking? Well, I had an answer to your question about the Maui money. Well, my, my question with Maui is, why is uh, why is Maui suffering this horrible response from the government? Why Maui? Well, if, if you look at it, so far, we've given every man, woman, and child in the Ukraine over $6,000 apiece. Well, yeah, the numbers, the math doesn't add up between uh, Maui and Ukraine by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if we gave that kind of money to the people in Hawaii, Maui in particular, those U.S. citizens would use it for good for themselves. There's no, there's no river to flow it back to the Bidens. There's no LLC set up where that money could be laundered coming back to the Bidens. So they're just like screw Maui. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they don't care. Well, I, I know, but I and I appreciate. I, I got to run up. There's got no. That doesn't quite fill the vacuum for me. There's got, there's got to be some other reason other than we just that we can't make money off of Maui. They're they're making money one way or the other. Someone's making money, but the overall response has been miserable and frankly embarrassing and insulting as well. But why? Is it really just real estate? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. News, traffic, weather. Stay connected. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. 21 minutes after 10. I'm Sean High. News Talk 550 KTSA. I got distracted in my in my thoughts during the break there because I got this, this insipid show, Sherry, on Fox 29. It comes on after uh, after Kimberly. After Kimberly Crawford, and they they had a video of a young pregnant woman dancing in a bikini. Well, you're always a little worried when you see pregnant chicks dancing, but have you noticed that I, this is an observation? Maybe I'm the only person. Maybe I'm the only jerk in the room that notices this. And I'll tell you about my wife's great programming idea. Okay, have you noticed that commercialism or commercials and marketing and advertising? have gotten so lame and insipid, and, and I guess they're marketing towards Generation Z, who are continuously listening to their jams. Little morons walk around with the earbuds in continuously listening to their Have you noticed that in most TV commercials now, they don't even really try to make an argument for the product. They just show some young bunch of idiots dancing pointlessly with their, you know what I mean? It's just pointless, freaking, happy-ass dancing. You know, you could be selling, like, adult underwear, and there's going to be some chick wearing the underwear just <laughs> just dancing, you know, with a big stupid grin on their face. You get more minutes on your phone plan. Suddenly you've invited a bunch of people over to your place. You're just, <laughs> just dancing. We're so happy with this product. We're just dancing. With-. You know, it's just stupid dancing all around you, you, and I'm sick of it. You know how I feel about the current marketing world. It's horrible it is and yeah, but what about the current state of music on top of that well, but, we'll let's get stick to with that. that yeah let's hold stick on with gen z has no money why are you marketing <laughs> to gen z they can't buy rent they can't buy but still mm-hmm. a happy gen zer is just some mindless idiot dancing for no reason remember what's a the, the 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 commercial with a guy the fat guy that's just standing on a street corner and he just starts dancing because he's so happy with his freaking phone or his phone plan or whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. sick of all the damn dancing. Cut it out. It's not very convincing, is it? <laughs> it's just pointless. It's just, 
There's you know, people. In other words, people are so stupid these days. Yeah, dance that the, the only next... way you can sell them anything is the idea that it's just going to make you want to dance. You know what I mean? You're just going to want to dance with all your friends. <laughs> it's if, like if a you don't moving, have any friends. It's like a moving selfie. You know, it's just, it really is. Right. It's deep, Sean. Just want to get that off my chest. My wife's a programming idea. There was a story she saw. My wife preps half the show. You know that, right? Riccardi preps one half, and I, I, my wife preps the other half. I do very little work for this gig. Mm. And uh, my wife came out. There was a story she saw of a parent, a young woman who was upset uh, at a school board for something, probably some tranny crap. And she shows up at a school board meeting, and she is mocking them. She has a form she's going to start handing out to people who are offended. So if you get butthurt over something... You, have you seen this? You can fill out this form, and she's doing it in a really childish voice. When you get upset about something, somebody offends you or misgenders you or whatever, you can fill out this offense form and, you know, describe specifically what bothered you and upset you. And it's really kind of funny to watch because they're all looking at her like, all right, sit down, you know. She's making fun of them. Right. And and my wife suggested I should keep in a, a butthurt log. That sounded funny. A butt where, like, if you're upset by something, whether it's for real or you're just being funny, you email me at sean at ktsa.com and describe what's, what, what happened that bothered you. Well, are you going to check your emails? I do check my emails okay. every day. Right. I just don't read all of them, but I check them. Okay. You may get a bunch. I'm just saying, if you and it, it can be funny or serious, because maybe I pissed you off. Maybe I offended you in That's... some regard. I, I love hate mail. I don't get nearly enough hate mail. That's kind of where I was going with it. You might get a lot. That's fine. Right. I, I, but if you are butthurt over something, <laughs> you're offended. Somebody did you wrong somewhere, made you feel less than respected. Okay, you, you send me an email, and I'll read that crap on the air. Okay, we're going to give voice to what's bothering you and offending you. And again, if, if you're in on the joke and you want to be funny, okay, I'll read those too. <laughs> But for the rest of you who are morons and aren't listening all that close and you tend to vote Democrat, what offended you? What bothered you? Let Sean know about it. And I'll give it voice. All right? The butthurt line. Well, we don't have an actual phone line. And even if we did, I wouldn't be able to understand how to operate it. So just send me an email. It's the easiest way to do it. The butthurt file. We'll call it that. Who could sponsor that? Ah, Sharman? Thinking like a radio guy there. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to David. David, how are you? Pretty good, Sean. I saw that video. She's actually only 14. Oh, she's 14. Oh, wow. Yeah, and there's a sequel, and the school board gets up and walks out. When the kid comes back? Yeah, she comes back, (laughs) I guess, a day later. Oh, my God. Back by popular request, and the school board meeting calls a a recess or something, and get up and walks out. What a bunch of snotty, yeah. boring adults, man. Well, I guess they were butthurt. I guess they were offended. <laughs> I guess they were. They need to fill out that paper. That's right. Sean at KTSA.com. If you're offended or upset by anything, let Uncle Sean know about it, and I'll see what I can do for you, okay? I'll, I'll at least read it on the air, okay? Okay. Show me on the form where Uncle Sean hurt you. Where did Uncle... <laughs> Show me where Uncle Sean upset you. <laughs> In my heart, because he misgendered me and called me a dude. Anywhere, Anywhere. Anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. 1037. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We live in bullcrap times. We really do, man. Just some weird, weird, surreal crap. And we we talked to you. I know I talked about it. Trey talked about it about a week ago. Uh, there was some stories floating around about a, a, a woman who runs a gender clinic in California. Her name is Dr. Diane Aronsaft. 
Uh, let's see. And uh, she is the director of mental health, and she's a chief psychologist who does psychology at the University of California, San Francisco. She also runs a children's hospital gender development center. And she's also a professor at UCSF School of Medicine. And uh, she talks a lot about what she feels. And she's been at this for a long She's an older broad, man. That's right. I called her an old broad. And she's been at this gender trip for a few decades before it became trendy. And we were talking about her last week because she uh, claimed that children can identify as a minotaur. That you could, you could actually identify as a freaking mythological creature. And now we, I guess they've done some more uh, investigating into her past statements and things she believes. Now, currently, she believes uh, gender transitions begin in early childhood. Uh, Quote, gender comes in an infinite variety and children should get to live in their affirmed gender as such time they know it. They, she went through a, a, there was some audio visual thing, I guess she did recently, where she, she's listing off some of the new kinds of gender identities, which just so you know, my thesis statement is a bunch of bull crap. You can be a pan gender youth. There are people who are proto gay, <laughs> proto transgender, gender ambidextrous. And you can actually be a gender smoothie, where where I guess you've just got like a lot of different other genders mixed up into a frothy cup of strawberry wonderfulness. I, I don't know. She says there are gender hybrids. This is where you can identify as a unicorn, a dragon. And apparently she says... That you can, kids can actually identify as a Tootsie Roll. You you can identify if a child, I, I'm not, I'm asking you negative here. You can identify as a freaking candy bar. And she believes allowing children to identify as candy bars and Tootsie Rolls, you know, if that's what they want to be. Uh, she, uh, she did a, a, a recent, uh, presentation on gender ideology, which I guess Fox news got to take a look at. And there is a thing called a gender Tootsie roll pop identity. I can't find any description of what that means. I don't know what that means. I, d- I didn't know people could identify as freaking food. Okay. But apparently you can. Holy God, man. Do you want to know the definition of proto-gay? What is proto-gay? A young homosexual found in the company of an older queen. An example would be, I see that the old queen is treating his proto-gay to ice cream this evening. Like a protege? Exactly. That's freaking grooming. That's So you could be, you could be a proto-gay youth. Which means you're no longer the victim of an adult pervert. You're... you're, you're you're not you're no longer the victim of an abuser, you're proto-gay. As in protoge. Oh, holy God, man. Yes, oh my God. And where's um, a Tootsie Roll thing come into play? What the hell is that supposed to mean? Well, that was a Can I be a chicken song. nugget? That was what? a hip hop song in the nineties. <laughs> Tootsie Roll? I'll make that Tootsie Roll. What's it mean? I don't even know what it means. I'm so white and unhip, I don't know what it means. You're not you can't tell me on the air, can you? Is it dirty? I don't. I, I don't want to look it up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'll look it up. I'll Think look it up. It. We live in a moment right now where you have to be careful looking up news stories on the on the company computer because it might flag you with HR. Can I be uh, a lemon zinger? Can I identify as a lemon zinger if I so choose? A piece of licorice. Okay. I, I, I hopefully will get a few uh, uh, admissions to the submissions to the butt hurt file I just started. Again, if you want to tell me what your butt hurt about, go to uh, send me an email, Sean at KTSA.com. I just lost my job looking this up. I so can't I don't want to, I can't talk about, it's a news story in I don't Fox. even want to tell you off air. You can identify as, as a Tootsie Roll, and it's apparently so foul and disturbing. G- 
James is worried about getting a call from HR just looking it up on a station computer. It's what not, is wrong it, with us, man? These people are messed up. What man. is wrong with us? James Pledger of the Sports Star is in there, and he looks sort of disgusted, too. I mean. Is it bad? <laughs> are you going to have nightmares? Are you guys going to have to get like therapy to, like, un- what's this? Just having seen it. Oh, God. And you know what's stupid? These are the freaking adults in the room, man. Talking about kids. What is your obsession with freaking kids, man? Okay, you know, again, if you feel offended by what I'm about to say, understand two things. A, I don't care. <laughs> and B, I don't care. Okay, here, here's, here's the reality. There, there, are two, there are two biological genders. There are two biological genders. You're one or the other. Now, I, I do be- I'm just giving my thesis statement here. I do believe in that gay people are gay. I believe straight people are straight, gay people are gay. Uh, I, I, do, I don't believe that's a choice. <laughs> I don't believe you choose to be gay. I think a lot of people are choosing to be trans nowadays because it's freaking cool. And you got a lot of young people who are already screwed up in the heads with ad- adolescence, which is just screwy enough. You add in some other bad life experiences and crummy parents to that. And, uh, and kids can be pretty messed up. And, uh, again, the adults in the room are the ones saying, hey, you can be a minotaur or a dude or whatever you identify as. But there are only two biological genders. And I, I love, you ever encounter a trans person? Like, with me, it's usually online. And when you say, I believe there's only two biological genders, they kind of react to you like you're just the dumbest person in the world. Blah! I can't believe you believe there's only two genders. You mean you don't believe people can be a you know like a like a you don't believe people can be a, a freaking unicorn? You don't believe people can identify as a Labrador? God, aren't you dumb? <laughs> like you're the person who's the idiot. Yeah, now I'm curious to learn what this Tootsie Roll thing is, or do I want to know? Do I not want to know? Is it going to bother me? James, if I find out what it means, am I going to need like therapy to get it out of my head? You're, like like when I saw Caligula that one time? That's a great... Let's just leave it right there. Just leave I it still with can't Caligula. Un, I still can't unsee that crap. Just keep it uh, kind of cultural by saying Caligula. You ever see Caligula there, uh, Christian? Oh, man, long. <laughs> Uncut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a long time. Well, well I wouldn't want to see it. It's pretty disturbing. It was odd, yeah. So, that, so you're telling me that when I learn what this is, it's going to disturb me. Like that first viewing of Caligula on VHS. You ever seen a gladiator naked, Timmy? Oh God! <laughs> Are no. you not entertained? This, yeah, it's uh, that's a bad one. That's, right. that's not good. Well, let's take a break and I'll run in there. Two one zero five nine nine fifty. Because now the curiosity, I, I got to know. Well, look it up on your computer so I'm... we both get in trouble. Oh, I guess I could. It's not a station computer. You mean? I just figured out I could be looking at porn throughout the entire show. All these months I've missed out. Anyway. Find what you're looking for. Local news coverage, local traffic. It's all waiting here. Locally oriented, which I like. On News Talk 550 KTSA. Local radio that's important to me. And FM 1071. Vivek. Vivek. Vivek Gramaswamy. (laughs) News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, let's see. Uh, hit the clock there on the Fox News. I got, we got less than 10 hours to go, baby. And it's, is it, I've heard the pronunciation of Viv, Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek, 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 Vicodin, Vaseline, Valvoline. You know, I, I, I don't care anymore. He's not going to be president. He's an interesting guy. He's not going to be president. Oh, and by the way, uh, I, I didn't look it up on my computer. I was telling you about this uh, child psychologist who apparently is fairly renowned, saying that there are an infinite infinite number of genders that kids can identify with, I brought up the name of a certain candy that she says a kid can identify as a Tootsie Roll, and I had no idea what it meant. And then I ran into James. We didn't look it up online, and I, I want to keep my a little personal computer here free of weirdness. And so I merely asked James and James Pledger or, or uh, James Trevino and James, we had both James. James uh, Pledger was in there. They explained to me what it means. Holy God, man. 
It, no, I can't tell you on the air. These are adults, man. These are adults saying this crap to kids. Are you serious? That's the thing that I really, uh, you know, it's it's really increasingly. Hey, why don't you tranny start telling, explain, trying to explain to folks what, what's the obsession with the kids? Because it's a trans thing. This is not a gay thing specifically. This is a trans thing. This is a part of your whole agenda right now. This is what everybody talks about. This is what the adults in the room are pushing for. This is why, you know, mom and dad, when they show up to the school board meetings, are getting screamed at, screamed at or they're getting arrested or their mics are turned off because they have an issue with this part of your freaking agenda, which is the obsession with kids. And you're, if what I just heard is true, and this chick is a grown-ass adult, apparently with a few college degrees, who was a working professor, she works, she works, she runs a, a clinic for gender studies for children. And basically what I'm getting here is that a, a, according to her and this candy bar thing I just uh, heard about, a kid can identify pr- basically, right, James, as uh, a sex object for a grown-ass adult. That's what it means. Why do people like this continue to hold their positions, whether they're on a school board, they work for a hospital? This is sick crap, man. It's just freaking sick, dude. Eesh. What is it with the kids? You know what? And I I say this all the time. Nobody, you know, apart from people, women in women's sports, (laughs) who would like to face a fair competition in their efforts and their discipline, nobody would give a crap about a dude wearing a dress if it wasn't for the freaking obsession with the kids. Hey, what is it? You, you explain it to me. I, I don't, I'm not understanding. The fact that we even have to have freaking discussions about this crap, the fact that we need freaking laws on the books to prevent this crap at our schools is just amazing to me. They have another term called Tootsie Roll Pop, which is a child who exhibits one gender on the outside but experiences another gender on the inside. That is such bull crap. What the hell does that mean? They're children, man. Ugh. I hate everything. I do. I, I, I do. I work very hard, and it's getting easier to, to just keep myself on an even keel. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very peaceful in my heart and soul right now. But, James, do you understand, and Christian, this is one of the reasons why when I get off the air, I go home and watch Hallmark or I watch a baseball game. Calmate. Do you know what I mean? Tranquilo. Tranquilo. Calmate. Tranquilo. <laughs> Tranquilo. I need more tranquilo. Relajate. Ah, <laughs> I need to relax, man. Mm-hmm. Little cans of beans. Little cans of beans. And corn with every meal. Yes. It yes. drives my wife crazy that I eat corn with. I practically... Are you going to eat corn while you watch the debate tonight in Milwaukee? I'm going to eat some corn. I love corn. It's How good. do you say corn in Spanish? Is it maize? Maize? Well, what is it? Mice. And elote. Elote. Oh, hello, Des. Has the corny ball. Elote. <laughs> Maze was just that butter thing with the Indian chick back in the 70s. Remember that? <laughs> you call it corn. We call it maize. <laughs> hey, guess thing. what? White man took your ass off the butter carton, didn't he? <laughs> Whose maize is it now? Lando Nava. <laughs> <laughs> we we not, not, only, not only ran them off their traditional lands, we got that Indian chick off the butter, man. That's who we are. And this is why White he power. goes home to watch the Hallmark <laughs> Channel. Because I, you have to. It's I've never. You're a news guy. You ever seen things so freaking bizarre? Yes. 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 When was that? Which one? <laughs> I mean, now just everything. Well, I mean, even if you don't see it, you know, in, in our business, it's theater of the mind. Well, it is. You don't have to see it. But I'm, I'm saying it. it, it I got to disconnect from it, or, or yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. a lot of news talk guys live on this stuff, and they you plug into a twenty four seven. I got to take a break. 
I feel I gotta guilty. watch some stupid white people in turtlenecks fall in love in Aspen for ninety minutes to clear out my mind. Well, you have for a baseball game. You have nine hours oh, and God. three minutes to clear your brain. The, the, the stupid Ready, clock, Mark. man. <laughs> it's counting down. The Fox News debate <laughs> clock. Holy God, man! Brought to you by who? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just think Chris Christie ought to own the fat thing and walk out with a meatball sub and some marinara spilled down his shirt. And what about the clock in one hand? And the <laughs> the debate bring his clock. Own. As long as I he got, doesn't have a Tootsie Roll. I, <laughs> oh, God. My. Oh, God. You know. This is going south in a hurry. Oh, I can't unhear that. Oh, it's in my mind like Caligula. <laughs> it really is. There are things as I've gone through life and the older I get, that I wish I'd just never cast my eyes upon and had never heard because now it's in there and it's there forever. The Tootsie Roll thing. That's, why isn't that a crime, man? <laughs> why isn't pushing that crap on a kid a freaking crime, man? I don't, I, I don't know that it's not is what baffles me. Well, I mean, you look at a lot of stuff that goes on in the schools, and i got to get out of here, but if you walk down the street and just did that to some kid standing on the curb, you'd right. be arrested. Right. But if you're an educator, hey... The kid bar's open for you, right? All right. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Christian Blood, my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. I was not aware of that. (laughs) 